Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Talk podcast. If this is your first episode or you are new to the Soul Talk family, it's great to be with you, great to connect with you. If you are a long-time listener of the Soul Talk podcast, thank you so much for your support and uh, keep spreading the word. Folks, today's episode, how to deal with rejection. We are going to be diving in to this important topic. Uh, Before I dive in, this is the last opportunity, a final week before we close the registration to my Boundless Bliss Bali event. And so if you've been thinking about it, if you have been on the fence about it, if you're feeling a calling to go to your next level, If you feel a deep readiness, join me in Bali. This is a 12-day immersion experiential seminar training without walls where I use Bali as the backdrop for transformation. I've been doing these events for about 10 years now. This December, the 5th through the 16th, it's coming up soon. Depending on when you're listening to this episode, we are diving deep for Boundless Bliss Bali number 20. It is possibly my final Boundless Bliss Bali event. We shall see, but I'm feeling it's moving in that direction. And so seize the moment. You can find out more information about this deeply transformative experience. www.boundlessblissbali.com. That's www.boundlessblissbali.com. Today, we are talking about rejection, that dreaded feeling that we all tend to avoid, try our best to avoid, spend so much of our time running away from. None of us as human beings in our right minds want to be or feel rejected, whether it's at work, whether it's in our career, whether it's in relationship, whether it's your friends, with your friends, with your family. None of us want to feel rejection. The challenge is in so many ways, our constant conscious or unconscious avoidance of rejection runs our life and limits our life. In what ways do you avoid rejection? And when I say the word rejection, what does that bring up for you? And when I say the word rejection, what is your relationship with rejection today? So often in an effort to not be or feel rejected, What do we do? We hide our emotions. We hide how we really feel. We show only parts of ourselves to people and wonder why we feel so lonely. We pretend to be who we're not. We mask who we are with drugs and alcohol. We betray our deepest truths, integrity, authenticity. Effectively, we lie about who we are. 
We make ourselves sometimes miserable and sick, contorting ourselves in order to become who we think we need to be in order to get love, validation, and approval. We end up living in fear of being rejected to the point where many of us, we end up rejecting ourselves and we wonder why we feel so unhappy. We end up living limited lives, limiting ourselves in an effort to not be rejected. We end up living a lie. See, here's the thing. When you reject yourself, to me, this is the ultimate rejection. The rejection of yourself, the denial of yourself, the betrayal of yourself. When you end up rejecting yourself, and sometimes we don't even know that we're rejecting ourselves. We just think that who we are is who we are and it's who we've become, not realizing we've, we're rejecting ourselves in some way, often unconsciously. And so when you reject yourself in order to be loved by someone else, the thing is this. When that person loves you, the love that they give you is never really fulfilling because deep down there is a part of you that knows, knows, feels, senses that they're not really loving you. They're not loving you because you're not showing you. So the version of yourself that they're loving isn't real. And so deep down, you know, and you feel that the love isn't real. And that's why it's not really satisfying. I want you to reflect. What parts of yourself are you rejecting? What are you rejecting about yourself? How are you rejecting yourself? What way, subtly, consciously, or unconsciously, are you rejecting yourself? And what is it costing you? Because it will cost you. That deep fear that we have as human beings, you see, one of the deepest fears we have as human beings, is if you know who I really am, my true self, my authentic self, you won't love me. And so... In so many ways, we live disconnected from ourselves and we wonder why we feel disconnected from others. And we wonder why we, as human beings, feel deeply lonely. One of the loneliest feelings is not even being by yourself. One of the loneliest feelings is being in a crowded room or being in a party or being at an event or having so many friends around you yet still feeling alone. The first thing to be aware of is, you know, as children in so many ways, many of us intentionally or again, unintentionally, we were, we fundamentally were not loved or we felt not loved just for who we were as children growing up. And that feeling of rejection, that that energy of feeling rejected, whether we were rejected or not, is another thing. But the perception, the experience, the sensation, the, the psychic energy of feeling rejected, not being loved for who we were, not being completely accepted for who we were, feeling that love was conditional in some way. Why did you not get all A's? You only got B's. Why can't you be more like your sister? Why can't you act more this way? Why can't you do more that way? be more a certain way. And so as children, we had this fundamental feeling that perhaps we weren't loved just for who we were unconditionally. Those of you that were loved unconditionally as children, you're blessed. But 
in many ways as children, there is a psychic pain. There is a deep wound in our hearts of not feeling loved unconditionally of subtly feeling rejected in some ways. Many of us don't even realize, many of us aren't even conscious, many of us aren't even conscious to be able to then acknowledge the pain of feeling rejected by our loved ones, our caretakers, our caregivers. Maybe it was that your parents criticized you constantly. Ah, you're not beautiful. Make your hair like this, change your hair like that, lose some weight, you're too fat, you're too this, you're too that. And maybe it was that feeling of constant rejection that created that subtle feeling of not being accepted, not being loved. And what we often do as children, unconsciously, is we end up disconnecting from the pain of feeling rejected. Because to feel rejected by your parents, to feel rejected by people that are supposed to love you, to feel rejected by your primary caretakers can, feel, can actually be so scarring, so jarring, so wounding, so painful that unconsciously we disconnect, we disassociate, we suppress the pain, we don't even, even acknowledge the pain because the pain is so deep, it cuts so deep inside of us that we numb it, we suppress it, we disconnect from it, we shut it down to the point where we just don't even feel it. That numbing, not acknowledging the pain of feeling rejected becomes a coping mechanism. Becomes a coping mechanism. But in doing so, yes, we survived as children, we managed to cope as children, but what we don't realize is all that pain, the pain of feeling rejected, the pain of that, wo that wound of that little girl, that little boy inside of us that felt rejected by mom, by dad, it's still cut. We just numbed it. And the fact that we didn't feel it fully or acknowledge it fully doesn't mean it didn't have an impact, which often leads to when we become adults, we think we're fine. But what this leads to is an unconscious seeking of love and validation outside of yourself. Love and validation in relationships. Love and validation from other partners. Love and validation romantically. Love and validation from your boss. Love and validation from the world. Love and validation from your career. The less you give love to yourself, the less you got love growing up, the less you learn to give love to yourself, the less you give love to yourself, the more you will tend to seek it outside. Nothing outside of you can fulfill you unless you give that to yourself, you see. And so in many ways, many of us, from our unconscious wounds, unacknowledged wounds, are being driven to try to get unmet needs met by those around us. We're trying to make other people, our partners, our wives, our husbands, those are our friends responsible for the needs that weren't met. And in many ways, we are trying to avoid the feeling of the pain of being rejected. And because we did, because we learned to numb or not acknowledge the pain, the depth of the pain of the rejection that we felt, that pain is still inside of us. And it's what drives us to seek love and validation outside. We have to acknowledge it. The other, before I go deeper, the other uh, way that sometimes I've seen us become rejected as human beings, souls, we're souls on this, in this human experience, you see, is that sense, and I'm not saying it's reality, but that sense of feeling rejected by God. That sense of feeling rejected by God, the perception that we are, uh, programmed through 
religious structure, through religious teachings and teachers, we're taught you're a sinner. You're a sinner, meaning fundamentally you're bad. You're wrong. You're bad. You're born a sinner. And this programming leads to a deep sense of feeling shame, a deep sense of shame inside of ourselves, a deep sense of feeling not enough, a deep sense of feeling deep shame, deep guilt. And the conditioning sometimes, I'm not saying spirituality or aspects of religion aren't amazing. And so if you're a religious person, I don't mean to offend. And what I've observed in working with hundreds and thousands of people over the last two decades, day in, day out, large groups, small groups, intensive events in Bali, small events, one-on-one, is many times subconsciously we carry a deep sense of feeling rejected by God because of the religious programming that you're a sinner, you're a sinner, and that creates a feeling of subconscious guilt, subconscious shame, for being who we are. So it feels like our fundamental core as human beings is not enough, is unacceptable, is dirty, is rejected. And so this is something I think it's also important to to look at. Many of our behaviors, you see, that we are seeking to change. Many of the behaviors that we don't like about ourselves, many of the behaviors, when we see ourselves betraying ourselves to get love, validation, approval, when we see ourselves jumping into toxic relationships that aren't healthy, when we see ourselves unable to, 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 to end relationships that we know aren't good for us, when we see ourselves caught up in codependency, right, and losing ourselves in relationships and partnerships and not speaking the truth and not speaking up, not honoring ourselves, allowing ourselves to be disrespected. So many of these behaviors that we end up beating ourselves up for and judging ourselves for afterwards, limiting behaviors. Many of our behaviors that we seek to change that end up limiting us are really cries. uh, They're really a cry for our attention. What we tend to do is judge ourselves, which keeps us in a loop of stuckness. What we have to realize is that underlying every behavior is a positive intention. Let me repeat, underlying every behavior is a positive intention. And so even those behaviors that sabotage just cause us pain, that drive us into unhealthy relationships, because really what we're doing is we're seeking love. Underlying and driving is a positive behavior. When we realize that, there's a positive behavior. What we're seeking is love. What we're seeking is validation. These are young parts of ourselves that are trying to get us something that we didn't get. Or parts of ourselves that are trying to protect us from getting hurt in some way. These are parts of ourselves that are trying to get needs met that weren't met. And the best way that we know how to meet these needs are to try to betray ourselves or reject ourselves, when we can realize that, then perhaps we can shift how we see ourselves. Perhaps we can orient ourselves to bringing more love and compassion to ourselves because that's where the healing happens. Rather than judging yourself for your behaviors that aren't healthy, rather than judging yourself for your codependency, your choosing toxic relationships, even though intellectually you know it's not right, you won't be able to help it coming from wounding. So what's so important? What's so important is to acknowledge the pain 
the original pain of feeling rejected and allow yourself to feel, to acknowledge, to feel, to grieve and release the original pain of feeling rejected from mom or dad. And then you can acknowledge that part of you, that young part of you that so needed love. And you can begin to give that to yourself. You can begin to repair it and give that inner child, the loving and the compassion and the affirmation and the the validation. Because the less you give that to yourself, the more you'll stick that outside. Healing is applying loving and compassion. And meeting yourself with that kindness that you are seeking. And so in many ways, we, we can't help ourselves. No different than if you hadn't eaten in three months, two months, or let's say a month. Let's say you managed to survive and you hadn't eaten in, in one month. You'd reach a certain point where you were starving. You'd reach a certain point where you'd, you would... If you didn't have any money, you would beg for food and you would accept whatever food people threw at you, even if it was unhealthy, even if it meant you going through the trash to look for food that was old, that was moldy, that was thrown out. Many of us don't realize that from a place of our own wounding, we are seeking toxic relationships. We're seeking old food. We're accepting anything. We're accepting the breadcrumbs that we are given by life and people and relationships because we're starving inside. We first have to acknowledge this. When we can acknowledge it, then we can bring loving. And what we have to realize too is whenever you live life, whenever you put yourself out there, whenever you love, whenever you share your gifts with the world, whenever you put your projects into the world, There will be some people that love you and there will be some people that don't like you. There will be some people that reject what you're doing and there will be some people that embrace what you're doing. It's so important as you know who you are to start realizing that ultimately in the deeper sense, nobody really rejects you. Nobody really rejects you. What people are rejecting, see people are judging you and and interpreting who they think you are based on their lens of ego and conditioning. And so people are projecting onto you who they think you are and what they think you are, but they don't necessarily see you because people can only see you based on their own lens and perception and filters and conditioning. And so often people aren't in relationship with you. They're in relationship with their own filters. They're in relationship with their own conditioning. So when they reject you, they're not really rejecting you. And what they are judging about you or, or, or in quotation marks, rejecting about you reveals more about themselves than it does about you. So in the truest sense, people's rejection of you isn't personal. It reveals more about them than it does about you. Recognize that it's not personal. Allow people to have their opinions and their perceptions. They are just perceptions. They are not reality. But we take them to be reality because we're seeking validation outside. Know who you are. Know your truth. Love yourself. Bring loving and compassion. And when you start feeling yourself reaching out, reaching out, reaching out from a hungry place, seeking love and validation, breathe. Acknowledge. Come to center. Place your hand on your heart and see your pain as an invitation deeper loving. See, you're seeking for validation as a 
wake up call as a cry for your own attention. And the more you love yourself, the healthier you'll get, the less you will seek it outside. All rejection ultimately begins from deep internal self-rejection. Nobody can truly reject you unless you reject yourself and give them that power. Folks, you are the one that you have been seeking. Turn your attention inwards and you will see magnificence. Hope you enjoyed today's short episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Do me a favor, folks. If you enjoy the Soul Talk episode, three things. Number one, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the updates of when Soul Talk is released every Wednesday. Soul Talk is released, a new episode coming to you for many years now. Number two, please write a review. That's right. A few short words. I would greatly appreciate it. Write a review on iTunes and Spotify or whatever, wherever you listen to uh, the Soul Talk podcast. And thirdly, make sure you subscribe to my email list where you get to receive. When you do, you will receive a free three-part video training series on how to find your purpose. Go to www.kuteblackson.com. You're going to receive information about upcoming events and uh, blog posts, new video releases, and so much value into your inbox. Until next week, love now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.